Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel. We continue our talk in the book of Revelation, our study into the apocalyptic literature here in the 66th book of the Bible. The We have gone through this amazing, amazing book numerous times in our live classes. But now as we're walking through verse by verse in these podcasts, we see some very, very sobering things. We see the joy to the believer, the promises. I mean, think of what the Bible says in the promise to the believer in Revelation alone. Let's just keep it to Revelation. What does it say? Revelation chapter 3 and verse 21, that the overcomer, the ones who are faithful to the word, will sit on the throne with the Lord. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 12, Jesus says, I'm coming and I'm bringing my reward with me to give to those in their faithful service on the earth. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4, there's no sickness in heaven, there's no sorrow in heaven, there's no death in heaven, there's no pain in heaven. Revelation uh, Revelation 22 and verse 5, uh, we will reign with Christ. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 4, we will see him face to face. Um, he will, the Lord will be with us, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 3. Numerous promises all through the scripture, Revelation 7 and verse four, uh, 17, that uh, the Lord Jesus will guide us through heaven, and uh, there will be no more need of uh, the sun or the moon. Revelation 21 verse 25, uh, it says the Lord, the glory of the Lord will illuminate uh, our eternal state, and the Lamb will be his Lamb. Again and again, the singing of Revelation 15. These are all for the believers, but to those that rebel, do not want anyone in charge, and they want to be their own God, and fight the Lord. His wrath is absolutely stunning through here, and we're talking about this. But again and again, the Lord will say, as this has come down, as you've seen this, do you want to repent? Do you want to change your mind? And the opportunity is there. And there will be those that will do that, but there will be those that won't. They will fight it. And this is one of the passages. What is introduced here in verse 16 on is absolutely stunningly horrendous. It would cause the pause of thought of anybody. The number of the army of horsemen that was introduced to go throughout judgment here, as we see. The uh, great river Euphrates is now being uh, the center of the uh, releasing of a third of mankind's destiny in death because of the four angels to kill on a massive scale. The number of the horsemen that are being uh, released here is 200 million. The number of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. Now, let me give you an idea. As I was studying this, I decided to go over and look at a world population map. And I look, and the entire nation of Russia only has 144 million people. There are more horsemen coming out in destruction throughout the world than there are citizens of Russia right now in this. Russia has 144 million people. All of Mexico 
Their population as of this year is 128 million. Japan, 123 million. You're seeing this massive number coming out in judgment. Now, the number of the army, the passage says, of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in this vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, sulfur yellow, and the heads of the horses were like the heads of lions. And out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails are like serpents having heads, and with them they do harm. We look at this, and we're absolutely taken aback by the sheer descriptions, the numbers, uh, the, the, the vision of the tales, all of these things that are here by these things. One third of mankind, this demonic horde, it, it, it takes it and it steps it up from those of the locusts earlier in this chapter uh, on this. One third of mankind is here with this we see this description. The red, the fiery red, well, whenever we look through the Bible, the more we see red, the more we see bloodshed. So you could say that figuratively, or if symbolically we're looking at red, we're seeing of intentional bloodshed. But also with fire, and I've told you before, look through the scriptures, and every time you see fire, the symbolism is holy judgment. I mean, think about it. Sodom and Gomorrah, holy judgment upon the rebellious city. Uh, the, the burning bush, uh, th- this is judgment against Egypt uh, on here. Jesus in Revelation chapter 1, eyes a flame of fire, symbolizing that he is looking at us in holy judgment. Every time we see it, it stands for holy judgment. Well, wouldn't that be here? The bloodshed that comes from holy judgment. Hyacinth blue, what a what just a, a fantastically deep uh, color uh, of blue and sulfur yellow, along with this hyacinth blue, we see that this is a, 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 just a, a very strange and deep color that we're seeing here. And sulfur yellow, uh, sulfur, we're thinking of uh, lava, we're thinking of a stench, we're thinking of uh, things that are grotesque here. And when we see this description here, and we could go into a deeper talk about the colors, but for the sake of moving on through the narrative, we're seeing this. It's stark. This is, these colors show a uniformity, uh, an intentional, uh, uh, maybe some sort of a uniform color or design on them, denoting the army of judgment as well. And in here, we see that they are there, and they are attacking. And the third of of mankind is taken away. A third of the world. Right now, we are at 8 billion people. Could you imagine the numbers here that are being taken away? The, uh, The billions and billions of people that are taken away. One out of every three residents is taken away from this. This is indeed beyond sad. But here's what's even worse. The response by the remaining people, and I'm going to start in verse 20. 
the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of their works of their hands, that they should not worship demons, idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk. And furthermore, and they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or of their thefts. In the midst of all this, they would not repent. So what was the word repentance that we talked about here? The repentance, that is the word metanoeo, and it means uh, after thinking. Reviewing your life and thinking about and changing your life. We get the word knowledge from noeo, but it means just more than a change of mind. Because to the Hebrew, changing the mind meant changing all of it. It It meant changing of heart. They had a much larger description than we do in American English. And, and all. when you change your mind, you were changing your whole attitude, your character, everything was being changed. And they wouldn't do this. Okay? They would not do this uh, uh, on here. When we take a look at this, they would not see. And I'm thinking of Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 18, when it says, and, and, and Romans chapter 1 is the same thing. They saw the truth, and they decided they didn't want the truth. Romans chapter 1 is very sobering on that. Isaiah 44, verse 18. Such people do not comprehend and cannot understand. And the Lord has allowed us to shut their eyes so they cannot see and their minds so they cannot understand. It's like with Pharaoh, you will notice. He kept rejecting and rejecting. And the Lord is basically like, well, okay, if that's what you want, and then I, I will allow your heart to be hardened. Your heart will be hardened on this. And we're seeing this here through all of this. They're doing this. Then the idol worship that comes along too. We see this. They want to have something tangible. Man always likes to be in control. So if I have an idol, if I have a worshipful doll or something that is tangible, I can control that. What I cannot control is the invisible God with these incredible attributes and amazing truths and, and, and wonders here that make me feel so small. And the natural man doesn't like that. I want something, what one uh, speaker had said. I want a pocket God. I want a God I can put in my hand and stick in my pocket, pull it out anytime that I want to, and, and be in control. I want a God that will give me what I want. And that's what's happening here uh, on this. Idol worship, obeisance to uh, something that can be controlled. And it says very clearly in this passage, they can't hear, they can't walk. It's like the one time when we were on a religious survey uh, with the academy. We went to a particular place that had uh, idols there. Oh, we didn't go into the idol worshiping area. We stood a difference. Was in, we were interviewing uh, those the leadership. And one of my students said, uh, so these, these ones that are on your platform, uh, what happens? And one of the leaders said, well, we feed it every day. We, uh, the priest over here bathes them. We give them yogurt. And one of my 18-year-olds said, Does the, the, do the statues, the, who you say are the gods, do they eat it? And the, the, uh, well, the one leader started laughing and says, well, no, no, we eat it. And the whole of the group interviewing got real quiet, like, okay, you have a God that can't even eat. It's in control of your destiny. And that's the same thing that's repeated here. When I thought about that, I thought about this passage here. They worship it, but there's not a thing that these gods can do, these uh, miniature pocket gods, so to speak, there. 
Now, on this, then we see uh, over here when it talks about the four deeds, they didn't repent of them. And in here, in one particular study, it talks about these ones here, uh, the, the different uh, pagan rites are being uh, uh, displayed here along this line. These ones, the sorceries, the murders, the sexual immorality, or the thefts. And we do know in Paul's day that there were places that were considered of worship that were basically houses of prostitution. Your quote-unquote worship was to go into one of the priestesses, and that could be what's talked about here, too. The rest of the mankind, no repentance, even looking over at those that had died and might just shrug your shoulders, so to speak, and move on with their life. That I've seen this, too. Some people that were absolutely, you know, maybe there was a co-worker or a student or something, and, and we would have it. This, this happened in Arizona with us, that uh, the graduates, when I moved there, a graduate from two years before, a whole class of this Christian school was in great rebellion. They were uh, Christian in name only. They did not follow. There was no fruit whatsoever. Well, one of, their, uh, one of the graduates went to a party, started an argument, and was shot, actually taunted somebody, and a member of a gang came over and shot him. Well, the number of students that came over to our church and with our staff and said, you know, I, I never thought that he would die and I need to know something. And we had all of these kids coming in to get saved. You'd think, I'm, I'm going to say, isn't that wonderful? But when I talked with the staff, the other members of the staff, they said, this is just a reactionary thing. Let's watch and see what the students' lives are like after this. And you know, there wasn't a bit of a change they wanted to come in and have a feel-good time. And they went through the words of salvation, even though we did our best to talk with them about the seriousness of changing their life. But there was no change here. It was just kind of like, yes, I just want to feel. And that might be what happens here. Their friends, their family die. And they look and they might be sorrowful, but not sorrowful unto repentance. They did not repent of their murders, sorceries dealing with the, the netherworld uh, in this as it's running rampant uh, uh, here on this life. And they're still involved in it too. All through here. We see this in our lives today. You can, can you imagine then they would do this? There was no repentance whatsoever as they went through there. And so as we go down here and we finish out the chapter, we see this. You would say, wow, you know, and I saw this, this, uh, these, the, the powerful demonic entities coming out. Surely everybody would be shocked into changing their lives, changing their hearts, moving on. And the shock here is not the grotesqueness of the judging uh, animated uh, beings, but the fact is people would look at it and go on doing the same thing they want, they want to do. What a stunning thing. Well, we conclude Revelation chapter 9. We now move on to Revelation chapter 10 in our next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is Brad Zockel with Zulon International Bible Institute uh, in the Heaven Tour. And if you can help us as I travel and speak on both the book of Revelation and on the joys of heaven, 
If you can help us, then please visit our, our website at zulon.org, and there is a place for donating. If you are not able to donate, that is fine. Just pray. Just please pray for us as we continue on in the new horizons of opportunity to be able to share the word and the wonders of heaven. Thank you so much. God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.